Hey, welcome back to the Vet of the Source podcast brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. We are so happy you're joining us today. We are going to have a great conversation talking about cyber. Uh, this is one of those topics that I know during my transition I heard a lot about in the various networking events and things I went to. So this is going to be an awesome conversation. If you're interested in getting into cyber, you want to pay attention, break out that pen and paper and start taking down some notes. Believe it or not, we got Eric back in the co-host seat. He's back from his mission. How you doing today, Eric? Brother, I'm awesome. I'm excited to be here. I, uh, I like you, man. When I went through my transition, all I heard about was cyber, and what I have come to learn uh, in in my time working in transition and helping folks trying to find that next great opportunity is that when you think cyber, these are the two guys you need to think about right? These are the guys that know it. These are the guys you want to link in with. So I'm really happy to have them on the show. Jens, I'm happy you guys are here. I'm glad you guys are here. Um, I'm hoping you guys can shed some light for a lot of our folks. Be happy no, to. no doubt. No doubt. All right. So we'll get right into the introductions. We got Gunnar Kalstrom uh, with us. He is a cyber team lead for a Department of Defense contracting company and has also worked as a computer network defense cyber analyst, author, and content creator for Cybersecurity Academy, he has spent 15 years in the Army as a musician before entering the cybersecurity field. Seems like a natural transition to go from music to cyber. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to hear how that whole process worked out. Uh, he's completed several cybersecurity training programs, notably the Cyber Warrior Academy program with more than 800 hours of on-hand or hands-on intensive and lab-driven technical training in cybersecurity methods and procedures. He is absolutely passionate about all things cyber. Uh, and he has given talks at the InfoSec World Conference in 2022 and will be doing it again in 2023 to talk about hacking into a cyber career. True stories. We have the one and only cyber maestro with us, Gunnar <laughs> Kalstrom. Gunnar, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, Sean. I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Outstanding. And with him, you'll see Vet SOS alumni Keith Kassan, the uh, Band-Aid Ripper, as he is uh, affectionately known. Uh, he serves Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, Veteran Employment Program Manager, conducting veteran outreach to support the agency's missions and goals. He has over 20 years of experience in the military and federal government with a Master's of Art in Organizational Leadership and multiple certifications in cybersecurity and human resources. And he also serves as a CISA expert analyst in the assessment and improvement of complex programs and processes such as student social media recruitment, digital marketing, and on and offboarding programs. He is a huge veteran supporter and advocate and has done a ton of things for our community. Welcome back to the show, Keith. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm awesome, Sean. It's, it's great to be back. And uh, yeah, wow, that bio's mind dizzying even for me <laughs> to hear. So um, no, it's, it's awesome to be back. I'm, I'm excited to be here this morning. Outstanding, outstanding. Well, gentlemen, we're going to jump right into it. Gonna I, we've heard from Keith, so we're going to let him recap here in a minute about his transition story. But I'd like to hear a little bit more about your transition, how it worked for you, how you made that jump from um, being a musician to being in cyber. You know, um, so mm -hmm. please fill in some of the blanks for us. Let us know about your story. Sure, I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, so, like you said, I was in the military band for about 15 years, and it was a it was a great career. I, I loved it. Uh, but I just got to the point where I was ready to to be a civilian again. Um, I was always going to do 20 years, but I decided, you know, uh, it's my my time to get out. 
uh, family and I, we wanted to just stay in one spot and not move every couple of years. So I uh, actually made a, a pros and cons list for staying in versus getting out. And the list for getting out was just much larger. So I decided, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to get out early. And, and then I had to figure out what I wanted to do. I honestly had, I had no idea. Um, so this was like a couple years before my, my ETS date of getting out and I went to the army transition assistance program and they kept pushing uh, cybersecurity. And I honestly, I really didn't know much about cyber. I've always been interested in computers and, and stuff like that. And I always thought it might be kind of cool to be an ethical hacker, but I never pursued that. I pursued my, my passion for music. And so when I decided to get out, I ended up picking cyber. Um, it sounded like a pretty exciting career option uh, with you know lots of benefits like uh, career growth and potentially uh, high pay and stuff like that. And uh, also like the mission attached to it as well. Uh, it seemed <clears throat> pretty, uh, pretty worthwhile. So uh, immediately I, I started doing research on like, how can I learn what I need to do to, uh, to get into cyber? So I, I found a, a four month online program that I did uh, in the evenings while I was still active duty, uh, completed that. And then I, I did research on a skill bridge program, which I knew I definitely wanted to take advantage of that. Um, it's kind of a no brainer when you're getting out of the military. So uh, I found a, a really good program uh, the Cyber Warrior Academy ended up enrolling in that, and uh, my command team in the Army graciously allowed me to to do that full time for the uh, the last six months of my Army career. Yes. So I did that full time, just jumped head in, head first on learning cyber, and just became obsessed with it. And um, ended up completing that, and actually I ended up getting hired a couple months before graduation. Uh, and it was my first day as a, as a civilian. So that's kind of uh, my story in a nutshell. There's way more that went on behind the scenes, like Keith Cassant mentoring me with my resume and attending conferences and all that kind of stuff. But that that's my transition story in, in a nutshell. <laughs> well, the, the one thing to me that stuck out there is that you had a plan and you worked your plan. I mean, no doubt you had help along the way. I think we, we all have. And uh, I'm sure uh, our Band-Aid ripper here probably ripped off a few Band-Aids early for you to, to help you uh, get on the right path. Um, but love love that story, and, and it sounds like, you know, you really did have a plan and worked it, so that's great to hear. Keith, can, can you give us just a, a quick sort of recap of yours? I know you're you're an all-legs-in-one-basket type of person, uh, as you told us before. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, as the bio said, yeah, 22 years in the army. Uh, when I got out, yeah, I had to reinvent myself essentially because, yeah, I put all my eggs in one basket initially and that basket broke. So it was stressful uh, having to reinvent myself and, and figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up all over again. So when I landed on the other side of the uniform, if you will, on my feet, quote unquote, um, I just had a, an intense uh, passion and desire to give back to that community that, that poured into me when I came out. So yeah, I've been retired. Actually, uh, I hit four years of just like a couple weeks ago. Uh, so yeah, about four years now I've been mentoring and, and giving back to the community as best I can. Um, yeah. And, you know, got into the cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency, not a cyber guy by trade, but yes, my first role, especially my first year and a half plus in the agency, I was supporting uh, penetration testers, good guy hackers. 
um, in layman's terms. And uh, so I, I got exposed to the industry, uh, got a lot of experience in the field. Um, and now my agency graciously kind of recognized my passion for veteran service and stuff, as well as uh, the experience and exposure that I had uh, to cybersecurity, decided he'd make a great recruiter for veterans. So um, I'm actually just in the acting role. I'm actually dual hatted in the agency. But yeah, uh, you know, I, being with my outreach for, vent, uh, for, for mentorship and veterans, working in this agency just kind of became a natural uh, thing for me to, to begin mentorship in this industry specifically. So I think what I love about both of those stories, Sean, is that they speak so clearly to a lot of us, right? A lot of us are coming out of the military and it's either, I don't want to keep doing what I've been doing, right? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know what I want to do. And I think that's, that's the power behind both of these stories is that when you find yourself in that moment, there's hope on the other side, right? It can be done. You're not the only one that's come out and gone, geez, I don't want to kick indoors anymore or I don't want to play in the band anymore, right? Like you're, you're just not the only one. People have done it. And so that when we, when we could get guys on like you two to come in and share your stories and talk about what you've done and how you kind of made that, that, that pivot, right? That's, what, that's that, that key word, right? That, 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 that word, that pivot, it can be done successfully. So good on you both. Absolutely. Between the the pivoting and and the rebranding or recreating yourself, uh, that's something I think that resonates with so many of us in the community uh, and and really has a huge impact on on what we're trying to do. So uh, definitely uh, applaud you both for for the different uh, ways you got to where you are. So let's talk pivoting into cyber, okay? Because neither of you guys were cyber guys, you know, while you were in the service. And so somehow you both found yourself in that world in one capacity or another. So well, we'll start with you, Gunnar. How, mm-hmm. Elaborate more on the actual pivot. You know, there's something that you know took you from being in the army band to you know being uh, the cyber maestro, if you will. Um, <laughs> how did that? How did how did you manage to even pivot that successfully? That's a lot to unpack, actually. Um, <clears throat> so. Really, it started with a decision, I, and that might may sound simple, but I think it's that, that's where it all starts. Like, I decided I was going to do this, and it may have, I mean, it worked out, but I didn't have a plan B. I'm like, I'm going to go into cyber, and I'm going to do what it, what it takes to make it happen. So then I really, I, I came up with a plan. I, I wrote everything down, um, and... I, I used like all the resources that I possibly could, um, especially the ones that are just for, for veterans, like uh, Veterati, free mentorship. I, I talked to dozens and dozens of people on there in cyber, and they, they gave me the, the hard truths about what it takes to get into cybersecurity because uh, it's, it's, it's challenging to do, especially if, uh, if you don't have a prior role as help desk, sysadmin, <clears throat> those type of technical roles. Uh, I got advice from from everyone I could in the industry. Um, uh, just I sought out mentors, and uh, I used every resource that I possibly could. Um, and then I came up with that plan, and then put it into action. And it it took a just. I read a book one time, and it talked about uh, the craftsman mindset. So it's putting in deliberate practice every day towards what your goal is. And uh, that's, that's 
what I what I did. I like that the, the craftsman mindset. I'm about to check that out, but that that just that phrase alone really. You know, if you approach it like that, and I, I, a lot of times I use the customer service mindset when I talk to mm -hmm. you know, people in leadership roles about how you should be dealing with people and helping people. Uh, but I love that when you, you know, especially trying to learn a new trade, that, that crafting mindset. Um, man, no, I really like that one. What about you, Keith? Um, well, first of all, I think I just want to comment on some of the great stuff Gunnar just said. So. He, he said he made the decision, right? And again, yeah, I'm the Band-Aid Ripper. I'm the truth bomb guy, right? So so, so many veterans, we skirt around that that decision, right? We, we oh, well, I can do this and I can do this. Because, yeah, the, the, the military makes us jacks of all trades, right? So we want to do that in the civilian world uh, or continue to operate in that method, right? And, and there, yeah, there's so much importance in, look, tighten the shot group, right? I know Army, I think Marine Corps can, can definitely relate to that term, but yeah, tighten that shot group, narrow down your focus, right? And, and that's exactly what Gunner did. Uh, and then he drilled down. Um, so yeah, I, I love the fact that he, he, he pointed that out. And honestly, I don't necessarily want to kick it back to him, but um, <laughs> I mean, I, I can talk all day about some of the stuff that I've, I've I, and I'll probably share again later, but he, he said he learned some hard truths um, from some of the folks that he talked to on Veterati. If you're okay with it, Gunnar, I'd love to kick it right back to you. I want to hear some of these hard truths for the cyber folks. Dude, I love it when a guest becomes the host. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. Let's he go. Said hard truths. I'm like, I want to keep drinking coffee. You guys hey, keep talking. You guys keep going. We'll be here if you need us. <laughs> <laughs> the Keith and Gunnar show. No, we can't all drink right. coffee, Gunnar. He kicked it back to you, buddy. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man, that's a good question. I'm trying to think back. Um, cause I was what, like two years ago. Um, <clears throat> and the big I thing mean, is just go ahead. I was gonna say like, yeah, like I, what, something I, I don't know cause I didn't walk that the same journey, obviously. And one of the things I've always wanted to be able to articulate better to folks that I mentor and stuff, even uh, trying to go into cyber, like just the hours, like I'm sure one of the hard truths is probably the time that you had to invest into this pivot. Right. And so I would mm -hmm. love just if, for me at least, um, and I, I think a lot of listeners, but, you know, and then anything else you want to expand on, but I think that would be a very valuable uh, piece of talking point. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a steep learning curve if you don't have prior IT and cyber experience. Uh, so you really have to dedicate a lot, a lot of hours. Uh, and I'm trying to think back. Yeah, you just you have to kind of become obsessed with it um, if you don't have five, 10 years of IT experience. Um, I remember when I first applied to one skill bridge, I was talking to the hiring manager and I was told him I was interested in interning. And he's like, well, do you have this certification, this certification? Do you have this experience? I'm like, I have none of that yet. <laughs> so then I had to I had to get that. Um, and if you don't have the professional experience, I had to come up with uh, ways to get that, like uh, doing home labs, spinning up uh, virtual machines, uh, going on on free websites, like try hack me and hack the box and and just getting the experience that I needed um, on my own. Um, so kind of getting creative with that, that type of thing. I, I love it when I hear um our veterans come on here, Sean, and they talk about the things that they learned because Gunner, that's something that that's a skill that you have, right? It's the drive and the dedication to learn something new. 
that's something that that we can look back on our military careers and go, I kind of got that here. Like I kind of I kind of gleaned that from the military. That's a usable and attainable skill that I can bring forward. Right. I can't bring the uniform forward. I'm not bringing the lickies and chewies forward. I'm not bringing the knife hand forward. Right. There's things I'm not going to bring forward, but there are very valuable things that we learned and that we that we kind of grew in. And I think having that dedication and that decision making process and the ability to, to be disciplined to say, I'm going to teach myself something new. Not everybody can do that, but I'm guaranteeing you that those are skills you learned. Right. Um through the discipline it took to march in a straight line while playing an instrument. Right. Like those are all things you've, that, yeah, that you brought forward that don't, they may not look like smell like, or taste like they, they align, but with a small tweak, with a small twist, they become very relevant in your next field. Definitely agree. Yeah. That, that work ethic and everything that, yeah, all the soft skills, right. We always talk about the soft skills that veterans have and, you know, uh, and so many times veterans, we, we maybe have to take a little bit of a step back or, you know, entry level. I hate to use that term, but, you know, that, you know, because we, we're all probably qualified to come out and be senior level managers and everything. Um, but, you know, but that's also why once we hit the ground, we hit the ground running and we take off, you know, that whole statistic there's a range because of different studies. But, you know, three to five jobs in the first four to six years ish for the average veteran. I truly believe this because, yeah, once we get our foot in the door, we take off. Because yeah. we've got that ethic, we've got those values and stuff. Uh, you know, the, the you know the values that we used to always groan about when we were in uniform. Now we're like, holy cow, <laughs> these actually mean something, and they're valuable to, to the civilian world, especially. So, um, yeah, and and Gunner, I love what you said about just yeah the way of life. Um, my previous team before I became the veterans program manager, uh, acting for veterans program, but uh, on the previous role though, um, when I supported the penetration testing team, like these guys live and breathe that stuff. I mean, they are your traditional mm-hmm. hackers. Like if, if we let them, they'd be working in a dark room, wearing a hoodie with a black screen and green <laughs> font. I mean, it's the tr- like exactly what you would think. Uh, and they just, that you know, and when they're not on the clock, they're out doing like bug bounties and capture the flags and mm-hmm. all these other cyber activities that, that hone their skills. I mean, it's a crap. It's, I, it's almost like, you know, I'm not trying to, upset any of the medical community but it's almost like being a doc because we've seen the industry the cyber and it industry change and it changes i'd say almost more frequently at this point in the medical field and we expect our doctors to mm-hmm. be on top of their game constantly researching new you know practices and and and, and medicines and all that it's the same thing with cybersecurity. There, it's constantly changing and so you've got to continuously stay active stay engaged and learn you know the latest ttps uh, you know, that, uh, that's going on in the industry. Yeah. That's, I, oh yeah. I, I think you, you sort of hit it twice there, Keith is one. It, I never really thought about cyber in the terms of basically any other craft where you have to continuously hone your skills. Now I knew from the Homeland security standpoint, that that's one of our greatest vulnerabilities and our cyber people have to be on top. of. They always have to be cutting edge and learning new stuff. And, you know, it, it you really, putting into perspective the fact that they're out there honing their skills in their off time too. It's almost in my mind, the image that came to mind was uh, like a WWE professional wrestler. They're always (laughs) coming up with a new gimmick. They're always working their, their, their um, mic time. They're always working different routines. They're always, you know, trying to stay cutting in and stay relevant. And I know cyber and wrestling are completely different, but if you can go from the band to cyber, why can't you go from cyber to wrestling? You know, that's really what everybody wants to figure out. 
Um, so before I, I don't know where I'm going with that, but um, 800 hours gunner on the cyber warrior warrior academy. Tell us what is the cyber warrior academy? What 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 is the deal behind that? And um, I know 800 hours sounds like a lot to me. So why is that significant? You know, enlighten the community on that mm -hmm. one. Sure. Yeah, it's a it's the program that I did during SkillBridge. It's a six or seven month program. It's it's all online, and uh, when I went through it, it was um, four hours a day, Monday through Friday, and then you have homework outside of that. And they really they start from computer IT fundamentals, and then they build upon that. So they they assume you have no um, prior experience, and they just build a foundation for you, leading all the way up to um, certs like Cloud Plus and Certified Ethical Hacker and stuff like that. Um, it's a great, great program. Um, it was pretty instrumental in me being able to pivot um, from being in the band as a guitar player to a cyber professional. Um, can't say enough good about it. Um, every Wednesday, they have a career ambassador that comes in uh, virtually and uh, speaks to the students. And uh, I've actually been... Uh, so I went through the program, graduated, and I've been a, one of the career ambassadors a couple times, um, giving back to, to the students and sharing my experience. And just they, they pour, it's like drinking from a fire hose of information, really. They just pour information into you. You do a lot of hands-on practice. So it's, uh, it's actual, some of the tools I learned, I started using right away when I started my first cyber job. So wonderful program so gaining the cyber skills and all that through this program it's got to cost a ton of money so what's the, what's the cost to the service member trying to do it uh so when i went through it was nothing uh because they were accepting the gi bill um yeah it was a no-brainer skill bridge and paid for by by the army um i think they're currently in the middle of changing schools um, so I, I don't believe they're accepting the GI Bill at the moment, but I, I, hopefully they will again in the future. Um, outside of that, it is it is pretty pricey, but I, I think if I, my GI Bill didn't pay for it, I probably would have still paid for it out of pocket. Is there any any looking uh, as far as they're concerned to try to get in with the credentialing services and stuff that the military offers uh, while people are serving? I think they're looking into it, but... From what I understand, it's just a long process. Um, but yeah, if they could be a part of vet tech or credential assistance, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, and and therein lies the, the, the big thing about the certifications, right? This, this industry is so certification heavy and those certifications aren't free uh, normally, right? So there's so many resources out there too, uh, you know, in addition to Cyber Warrior Academy, which, you know, I'm wearing my CISA logo shirt. I can't endorse any agencies or any other programs that I'm about to, to mention. I have to say that now. I've never had to say that before. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of nonprofits out there. Onward to Opportunity will help you get uh, certs. They'll pay for a cert, but they'll give you training and a ton of different ones. Um, I'm trying to think the GI Bill can help you with certain things. There's a lot of boot camps out there. Um, Vet Tech with the VA is one I've, I've come across quite a bit with folks that are, are leveraging that. Um, but you know, certifications aren't everything also, right? So, you know, there's always that, that, that trifecta balance of education experience and, and, and uh, certifications, at least in our industry. And people come to me all the time, like, what's more important? 
they're, I mean, they're all equal, right? I ask folks, I ask them back, you know, when they ask me like, which one should I start with? I always ask back, what do you have time for? Because they're all important. And some of them just take more time than others, right? Generally speaking, I'd say the, the, the formal education piece, you know, the bachelor's or master's degrees in cyber, that's going to obviously probably take longer. Uh, experience would also, you know, be the second longest. And then certifications, you can get relatively quick. So, you know, your average transitioning service member, they're probably looking at like a six month window. Not a whole lot of time to get a degree, not even a whole lot of time for experience per se. So yeah, maybe jump on those certifications. But you know, if you've transitioned out, maybe you've already landed employment elsewhere and you're wanting to pivot into the industry from that standpoint, then maybe you got time to start going to school, get the get the degree under your belt before you try to pivot in. Um, you know, and again, Gunnar mentioned a few of the resources there with just the experience piece too. Uh, you know. The, the schools will give you hands-on experience, but then again, like hack the box, try hack me, again, cyber exercises, capture the flags, bug bounties, those are all ways that you can hone your skills without actually being employed in the industry. And again, I'm not endorsing from my agency, not endorsing any of those groups, but they're they're out there, right? Uh, and, they're, and they're all very valuable. Yeah, all about sharing resources. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, what are we doing? Oh, we did something. <laughs> He's like, look at me. <laughs> oh, so. uh, Eric, I know, has a question. You can tell you can tell on his face he wants to ask one really bad right now. But uh, just to give some context, I've been watching that TV show Heels lately. So that's where the whole wrestling thing came in. I'm watching them you know, make their craft and everything. So to me, it relates to cyber now. So that's, that's, that, that's where we're at on that. <laughs> Eric. So we've talked about pivoting. Right, we've talked about you guys. Have, you guys have shed some incredible light on on the fact that it's possible. Right, that's the bottom line. It's possible. We can pivot. We are capable. Um, I guess my question, Gunnar, I know you're not probably prepared for this, but my question for you is what What do you think was the most difficult piece? Forget forget the field. Right, forget forget cyber. What do you think was mm -hmm. the most difficult piece of accepting and moving forward with pivoting? The most difficult piece. Uh, I think your, your mindset really, um, I remember being pretty scared. Um, I decided to get out of the army and like, nothing's guaranteed, right? You're pretty secure in the army. You got steady paycheck and all that stuff that comes with it. Um, so fear, fear of the unknown was, was pretty, pretty terrifying. Um, like my motivation to get really good at cyber was really like, I don't want to be homeless. I don't want my family to be, to be homeless. I have to do what it takes <laughs> to get good at this field. And just using that as motivation and trying to have a good mindset to kind of counter, counteract that, that fear. Um, Cause it will, it'll mess with your head, especially when you start applying for jobs. Um, you may apply for dozens or hundreds I hear lots of stories. People apply for jobs for two years and don't get hired. Um, but I, I really like trying, you know, sharing my story and what worked for me to try to help other people shorten their uh, their timeline. I know Keith is very passionate about it as well. So, and, and in that, and that was a, that was a great segue, by the way, because you have no idea what I'm about to do. But as Pippin would <laughs> to Jordan, as Pippin would to Jordan, I'm about to alley oop to Keith as the Band Aid Ripper. When you have a when you have one of our people, when you have one of our community who are facing that fear, that fear of the unknown, 
what is your what is what is your your go-to piece of advice brother find a mentor find 10 build a board of advisors uh you know i've, I've said it a million times in post and i, I think i'm pretty well i am 99 sure i said it on the last time i was with you all uh you know but my formula for for successful transition in regard regardless of what you're necessarily doing you know whether what you're trying to pivot into it, the you know the first one is find a mentor right um and then the second one is leverage every other resource that you can get your hands on which we've been we've thrown a bunch out there this morning you know a bunch of different ones just for cyber and then the last one we already kind of touched on it too is just don't give up right grind it's you're gonna fail right that first resume review is going to be brutally honest and it's going to break your spirit right that first interview yes. or that first job application is gonna be like yes yeah <laughs> yes it so, does uh i love you gun um a hundred times that happened honestly yeah right yeah and, and yeah you know and then you know that first job application is going to fall flat right no callback that first interview is you're not going to get offered the job you know and granted i hope not all of those happen to you in your transition but something's going to happen you're going to fail at some point um you know just the ability to pick yourself back up brush yourself off have those mentors have those people in your corner um, I love the de definition that i have for a mentor is someone who has your best interest at heart but is not impressed by you Right, somebody who's Ooh, able like to that. give you those heart, yeah. Somebody who's able to give you those hard okay. truths, um, you know, have at least one of them. Uh, and there's different types of mentors. Like I tell folks, I'm an a la carte mentor. I don't have time. I'm sorry, I don't have time to go hounding you to keep you accountable for things. But you need somebody like that. You know, put me on your board of advisors. Reach out to me when you've got questions. I'm more than happy to chat with you. Um, but yeah, you know, those are those are my three biggest pieces of uh, of advice for a successful transition. I love that. Yeah, I think I think it was Gary V that said, and, and I might be wrong, but I think it was Gary V that said, you have to be willing to take 400 no's to get to the right yes. Mm -hmm. Like you have to, yeah, like you have to walk into this thing knowing I'm going to get no's. Yeah, I'm going to get no to my resume. I'm going to get a no to my interview. I'm going to get no to. I'm going to get no's. Yep, I'm okay with that because I'm trying to get to the right yes. Yes. Yep. I liken it, it to takes one uh, yes. Exactly. So, yeah, and then the whole world changes. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we we've come down and actually already passed time, but uh, I know you guys had something here you wanted to quickly uh, talk about. Um, we got here about about a minute or a minute and a half here. We can go go through through this a, a minute if you if you want. Sure. Yeah. Gunner doesn't know I'm doing this, but yeah, this is the one thing I can endorse because this is actually created by my agency, um, and it's not the only thing that's out there like this. But um, since I can endorse it. Um, yeah, my agency, we have what's called the Cyber Career Pathways Tool. So if you are trying to pivot into the industry, you're not even sure where to start, right? Like, because people come to me and they're like, I want to join, I want to go into cyber. And I'm like, great. What, like, what niche of cyber? And they're like, just cyber. I'm like, that's not a job. <laughs> like, it's like leadership. It's not a job, right? Um, so this will help you kind of drill down on that, you know, if, it, especially if you, you know, maybe your background, if you were an Intel person, uh, you, you know, we have Intel and cyber, you know, um, if you're more on the IT side of the house, but, you know, using this uh, career pathways tool, you can use it, you know, it's interactive. So like you say, like, again, let's say you're an Intel person, right? Uh, let's say you're hardcore Intel. Um, so, you know, you click on the Intel side and then you, you can even do cross-functional. It's just play with it, right? Um, there, you know, you can look at different job titles. You click on one of the job titles, click closed. You don't even see that. Um, and then, you know, in here you got tasks. You can look at like 
these are the kinds of things they would want to see on a resume, right? The KSAs, those are the kind of things you, again, want to see on a resume or that's going to be in the job announcements, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, other types of relationship, uh, relational jobs and stuff that you can apply for. Uh, so yeah, check this out. It's, it's a great tool. Um, there's, there's others out there like it, like I said, but this is the one I'm allowed to endorse. Um, so yeah, feel free to take, take a look. They can find that right on the CISA webpage. Yeah. I mean, if you just Google, uh, CISA cyber, actually NICCS, what you see at the top of the screen, that's what we used to be called. We haven't changed the website. Um, so the okay. NICS, but yeah, NICS cyber, uh, cyber career pathways tool. Okay. That is an amazing tool. I, I that's just unbelievable. Well, I, Gentlemen, I'm, before I pass there, I'm going to thank you for uh, coming on again, uh, Keith and Gunnar, for the first time uh, to talk cyber. Cyber is just, it's a phenomenal area that, as you just demonstrated, covers all kinds of disciplines. Um, so I really appreciate you guys coming on and, and sharing that. And it's one of those things you hear all the time. You probably hear that as much as people looking for remote work. Um, they want cyber, you know, and, and so I go hand in hand at, at some point as well. But um just some great stuff and hopefully this will help people in our audience really uh, make that pivot if they really want to and understand the dedication that they're going to have to. Eric, I might pass it over to you for closing comments, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Gentlemen, thank you so much for taking time out of your day um, just to hang out with us and to share your experience, to share your wealth of knowledge. Um, I love Keith. I love having you on, dude. Um, you can come on as many times as you want, but uh, Gunner, thanks for being here, brother. Thanks for sharing your experience and being a little bit vulnerable with us and talking about kind of where you, what you went through. Um, mm -hmm. But listen, folks, again, like I said, I've, I've been doing this transition thing for a minute. Um, I'm probably still in transition, but the truth is if you're looking at cyber, if you're really inter interested in that field, these are two people you absolutely need to connect with. So please reach out to them. Um, use the a la carte mentor and the band-aid ripper um, use the cyber, the cyber maestro, but uh, get in, get in contact with these guys and, uh, and get your questions answered. All right, guys, everyone, thank you for tuning in to the vet SOS podcast. Remember don't drown in a sea of transition, grab the vet SOS lifeline. <laughs>